0: and thanks for joining us on hearthcast episode number 281 for patch 6.2 our topic for this episode is what warlords got right
1: and now from the excellence in podcast studios it's time for another episode of hearthcast
0: This is Freckleface, and I play a Goblin Hunter. And this is Root,
1: I play a Goblin Warlock. We are a podcast covering the World of Warcraft universe. Coming up here on episode number 281 of HearthCast, what we feel Blizzard got right with Warlords of Draenor, we are going to cover some of the black market auction house basics, and you know what? We're going to talk about the things our tunes just get away with. Oh, hey there for Face. Hey, Roots. How has your week in the Blizzard universe been?
0: It was a good week. A great week. I went to the Darkmoon Fair. Yeah. I did that, uh, the flying challenge.
1: Okay, so you gotta yeah, fly through the hoops. Rings. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I got the achievement called Blazing Wings. That's for getting 50? Getting 50. Wow. I'm so excited.
1: That's exciting.
0: I tried it a few times, and I figured I might have to have somebody help me.
1: How would they help you?
0: Um, I don't know. Coach me. <laughs>
1: Do it for you? Maybe? No,
0: never. <laughs>
1: coach you, okay? Coach, fly <laughs> through the ring. That's your coach. <laughs> I don't. Would you look up a pattern on Wow Hit or something? No, I no. didn't. Okay.
0: I um. Right before I, I went up, I had gotten a prize thing that had some alcohol in it.
1: Your tune got toasted, didn't she? It?
0: Got toasted, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but wait a minute. I have flown when my tune has been drunk before. For I can say this, yeah, and it. Like dive bombs. It
0: does. I don't know why it worked better. So it still does that? Yeah. I'm still kind of like, you know, wobbling over the place and everything's really blurry. I can barely see the rings. That's weird. But somehow I did better. I don't understand it. I'm not going to argue with it.
1: I always harken back to the days of EverQuest because if you got your tune drunk, your charisma level went up, and charisma level will get you a better price from the merchants. <laughs> <laughs> so if you were happier, you got a better price from the merchants.
0: Wasn't that your charisma went up, but your strength went down? Yeah, your strength went yeah. down. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, congrats on that. So now you got the, those blazing wings, right? And what did you discover with them?
0: Well, they're just cosmetic.
1: They're like a team. I model. thought
0: I'd be able to fly. Can't fly? No. They, but they do look really cool with my outfit.
1: Did it look good with Ariana's feather?
0: Uh, aviana i'm sorry i aviana's don't know star. when i use that i'm too focused on where i'm going oh, okay. i don't know what that looks like
1: i know an ariana and his aviana's aviana right. so be careful of that <laughs>
0: well, we all know an ariana do we grande
1: oh true mm-hmm. didn't think about that yeah. but i know a real like in person like familiar right. with they know me i know them you know high um, five them know. type thing
0: one more problem <laughs> <Great>. <laughs>
1: I'm just going to use our first name now so people think I'm talking about Ariadne Grande. Okay. That's what I'm going to do. Uh-huh. I'll tell you a secret later on the show, but you have to remind me.
0: At what point do we remind you?
1: Anytime you want to, except right now. Or now. Or now.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, how was your week, Ruth? It's been pretty good. I got back into rating. I'm so excited. I really, really am. It filled that void. It itched that scratch or scratched that itch or, you know, whatever.
0: Filled your needs. It did. Yeah.
1: I went to Open Raid and looked at a couple different raids that were happening. I wanted to do Hellfire Citadel and looked at a couple of different ones that were going on there at Open Raid. And I'm like, eh, I don't know. These guys look a little too serious for me, you know? These guys look a little not serious enough for me. I get, it's like Goldilocks with me, right? <laughs> you got to find just, and I'm sure this is everybody, you have to find the right. You to find raid. a good fit. Exactly. Yeah. And I found one. I'm like, this is cool. Okay, I like what he's saying. I like how he's approaching this. He's got video of his past attempts. Okay, this is all good. I signed up. I'm like, well, we'll just wait. And I waited. And this is the thing I mean, you know, it just depends on the raid leader. I waited until the very last day before the raid. I will get the emails, hey, you've been approved. Oh, awesome. Great. This is the weird part, right? So it was a—it's a raid on Thursday nights and Friday nights. My dad got into town Thursday night, and I'm like, I really can't go out and do anything because I just got approved for this raid, <laughs> <laughs> and I've been really wanting to do this for a while. It's—it's it's cool because my dad was only in for a couple of days. He's flying to Colorado. He'll be back for a week, so I'm—you know—we're good.
0: He so didn't
1: offend him. No, no, no. He was cool. He's like, hey, play your game, whatever. You know? <laughs> as long as I'm helping him with his computer problems, he doesn't care what I do. I see. It was awesome because one of his computer problems, he was like, he, I, I mentioned Surface Pro three. He goes out and buys one. He buys like every. It's just, oh, it's amazing. <laughs> Pulse much? Yeah, and, and like buy everything you can possibly buy for the. Service. I, I am sure he was at Microsoft Geek, whatever Guru Live, what the guy at the Microsoft store, whatever they call those guys. I am sure when my dad came in and just bought whatever that goes with it, it, it made that guy's day.
0: I'm sure they call him Bingies.
1: <laughs> Microsoft Dingies Bingies. Oh, Bingies. I said Dingies. Why <laughs> just call him Clippy? I don't know. But here's the thing: my dad's like he's he said he was having a problem with the 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 power supply. I'm like, that's really weird. It's a brand new thing. Why are you having a power-, the power supply? You know how power supplies, like one in plugs into the computer and then you have a little brick and then you plug the power cord into the brick and then yeah. the, then, then that power cord goes into the wall. Right, right, right. He just wasn't attaching those strong enough. Uh. He just wasn't giving it that little oomph to get it. To, you know, so it was always disconnecting. Oh. I'm like, okay, problem solved. <laughs> uh, so anyhow, did the rate. It was phenomenal. Good. It, it, I was up till midnight. We yeah. were wiping. We were frustrated. It was it was glorious.
0: But did you have the payoff, though?
1: We got um, farther than I've ever gotten. I'm now 12 or 13. So I'm almost done with awesome. normal. Okay. Uh, the the goal for me is to get normal done and get normal on farm and move to heroic. That is my ideal of, of, of progression. I don't want to jump into heroics. I don't want to get carried through heroics. I want to do my part. And... Uh, the biggest thing with uh we got to Archimonde and the biggest 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 thing with Archimonde that is so hard to drive through people's heads is it's not about DPS, it's not about the meters, it's not about it it is about mechanics. And they matter. You have to be in certain places at certain times, you have to be spread, you have to be far apart, you have to be grouped, you have to be on the left, you have to be on the right. All that stuff matters. And just getting that through, and everybody was starting to get it, but we have hard cutoffs. That's what I really love about this raid. We have hard cutoffs at midnight. Midnight rolls around, we are done. It, does, it doesn't matter. It's not like, okay, one more. No, no, no. Midnight's here. We are done. If it is like 11.58, that's not enough time to do another poll. We are done. We know that. I like that about this raid. Uh, the, the raid leader, we're going to try to have him on the show here pretty soon. He's a really cool guy. I really like him. That That was really cool. Then on uh, on a weekend, you know what I like to do on weekends sometimes, I, I open up my my achievement panel and I look for what I call low-hanging fruit, stuff that's just, oh, why didn't I ever, I'm like one thing away from that. Why didn't I go do that? So one of them was recruit 40 followers, you know? Yeah. I'm like, like 38. I went and bought two followers. Okay. 40, great. Life. Commander, yay. <laughs> and then I went, oh, this is, you'll really like this. Well, you may not. I made you mad, but I was really happy about it.
0: <laughs> you're supposed to be happy about making me mad. Well, I was, no, I wasn't happy about making you mad. Oh, okay. I was
1: happy about what I was what was going uh-huh. on with me. But then, uh-huh. in my happiness and my 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 misconceived humor, made you mad <laughs> because I told you I was like I, I IM'd you, and I'm like, Freck, we need to talk." And you're like, "Okay." And I'm like, not via IM. We need mm-hmm. to do this over the phone,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and you're like, sure. <laughs> <laughs> so then I called you, and I'm all like, all like, all right, well, all right. Here, here's a deal. Um, so when's the Dark Moon Fair? I got my being, my my wee hat. I had my my little my my top hats, and then when I turned in my last quest, I had my top hat on, and I gave me some extra rep, and I ended up getting me exalted with the uh, Volgen Headhunters, and that got me the achievement of being exalted for having forty things exalted, and then I was all excited. And you're like, "What'd you say?" I'm gonna hang up on you now. <laughs> <laughs> and you did, and I did.
0: <laughs> I was mad. I thought something was wrong. Yeah, I got I got the exalted. I got a title. You can't abuse the we need to talk thing, though. <laughs> but that's like a big deal. I went
1: to the Dark Moon Fair. I used the word. It's the, a big deal, buff. but you
0: could have said, I got to tell you something exciting. I want to tell uh-huh. you over the phone. <laughs> okay. So
1: my setup was wrong, is what you you're said, saying.
0: I'm like, who died? <laughs> <laughs> and then I was mad nobody died. Okay.
1: <laughs> well, I didn't really learn a lesson that fast because then. then
0: uh, Did you get somebody else too?
1: Not Yes and no. So this, the same concept, different different thing.
0: Okay.
1: So, yeah, and I mean, you know, my dad's in town. Yeah. And I told my dad, I said, you know, I grew up in South America. My dad was in military. We bounced around all over South America. So he's down in town and I'm like, hey, dad, there's this cool uh, food truck down the street. It's called a, um, El Uruguayo it's from, from Uruguay. They have Uruguayan food. Would you like, you know, like a Milanesa tonight? And I pick up some Guaraná, which is a Brazilian soda. And he's just like. Yeah, I'd really like that. So we did. We went, and we got me and the for the family. Went to went to the grocery store, picked up some um guaraná, brought it home. We're having is we're chowing down on this. I decided to call my sister. Apparently, I don't call my sister very often. <laughs> and she didn't answer, so I'm like, oh, "I'll call back." And I called back again. She didn't answer. I'm like, "Oh, whatever." I didn't think anything of it. I get this text, what's wrong? You <laughs> never call what is what is going on. She knows my dad's at the house. And I'm right. like, So I text her. So she her,
0: gets two missed calls. Yeah. Man.
1: And then and then I send her a picture of the, because I took a picture of dinner, right? So I have a picture yeah. of the milanesa and guarana. And she's like, I'm freaking out and you're eating milanesas and having guarana. And I'm like, oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm like, just call dad. <laughs> and I'm sitting there thinking, maybe I had the wrong approach about this whole thing. <laughs> Uh, so the other achievement I did, I went and killed, like, uh, a bunch of turkeys in, in three minutes <laughs> over in Highling Ford. Ford.
0: yeah. Yeah. I remember that after the fact, because I saw your tweet about it. Yeah, so I'm like, 15 of those, I can go get those guys' No, I just went over and, like,
1: AOE'd everything.
0: And I was so confused. I'm like, it's not Thanksgiving. Because <laughs> I was thinking on? of the one where you slay the, the plump turkeys. Oh, yeah. And I was, like, checking the achievement date. I was, like, checking the <laughs> Twitter date. I was like, he's just now posting something they get achievement for last year. But yeah, then I, I forgot there was an achievement just randomly for going in a, the city area in Halling Fjord, and there's a bunch of turkeys. Right. Is it the city area? Or this is, it- is just north,
1: this, uh, right around, it's like the Explorers League, League of Explorers oh, okay. or something yeah. like that. There's this little fork in the road. You just go there, and those guys, just constantly spawning. Right. I'm like running around. There's another dude there, but I just constantly ran around, and we we're aoe and it was done in no time.
0: Seems a little wasteful. I mean, can eat those. You're just killing them laying on the ground.
1: No, they despawn.
0: Ah, uh, still. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then I jinxed myself. How so? Because last week, I, you were we we're talking about the shipyard. And you're talking about how I said, well, I took my time. I didn't lose any ships. And then now I have the table there, so I'll never need to go to the shipyard again because my table's up in my town hall. And you're like, oh, well, when you rebuild ships, I'm like, yeah, I don't lose ships. I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> I lost three ships. Like the next day, I lost both my submarines and a transport. That's which, rough. You know, no big deal. I rebuilt them, but they're all blue. I got to level them all off now.
0: Yeah, I mean, any any good mission in the shipyard is not going to have a hundred percent. If it's if it's worth having, if it's something that's yeah. a good reward, it's going to be at the very highest, like ninety two percent.
1: And you're going to lose somebody. Yeah. 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 That is all right. It was okay. I didn't mind too terribly bad. <laughs> and then, Freck, you and I both, we ran an LFR. We ran Bastion of Shadows.
0: Yes, we did. Did you have fun? Yes. My DPS was terrible. But I was trying to figure out if HD did worry about it or not. No one yelled at me.
1: No one's going to yell at you an LFR. Yeah. But we did have fun. Um, Almost didn't make it on the final fight. Uh, for, was that Tyrant uh, Velhari? I didn't make it. Oh, you didn't make it? No. Nope. I ended up void walking, tanking that, blueberry tanking, if awesome. you will. I saw the tank go down. I'd already used my b res on a healer. Healers are going down. I saw the tank go down. I was like, oh boy. I pop my void walker, send him in. I run around. I start, you know, I'm dotting, dot, everything I can possibly dot up, and I'm getting as far away from the boss as I can. And, you know, staying as far away, you know, running is. Wherever he's moving, I'm staying as far away from him as I can, type thing. And I'm dotting, dotting, dotting. I see my Voidwalker's doing good. My Voidwalker's pulling aggro like I supposed to. My Voidwalker dies. I pop him again because I got the Flames of Xanaroth or something. Xanadu, no. (laughs) (laughs) And that, it's an instant res for my Voidwalker. Send him back into combat. I'm like, all right, cool. The guy's coming towards me. My Voidwalker intercepts him, and he dies. And we all win. (laughs) (laughs) Mass res. Everybody gets it. You got to drop off that boss, actually.
0: Yeah, it, but it was a downgrade. Oh, it was a downgrade. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Is like I have 700 gear from yeah. Ka- Kazakh Yeah. Yeah. Kazakh, so Borat. LFR. yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kazakhstan. Borat. Yeah. Yeah. Kazakhstan. Borad, That's what I call that guy. <laughs> but all in all, it was still a lot of fun there, wasn't it?
0: Absolutely. Yeah,
1: it was, plus, it was one of, those, one of those moments where, you know, Warlock saves the day.
0: Warlock so. saves the day, yeah. And it was cool that we are starting to do LFRs uh together yeah yeah
1: we said we would and we are
0: until it was nap o'clock and then a nap pretty hard
1: (laughs) 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 i didn't get a nap that day old man rude was tired when he got home too
0: yeah after that it was about four and i was like i i either need a nap or a coffee so yeah
1: we're all queued up for another one you're like i'm not going to the next one (laughs) 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 but hey freck we have an email
0: this is from our friend, Gafirepunct, who says, tell Root to put 20 water walking potions in his bag, and this should allow him to finish that quest with the stables.
1: Yeah, we're talking about the water hippos. The Right. Uh, the, what are those things? River beast? River beast, water hippos, whatever. Uh, I haven't gone back to done it. I, I'm still mad at it, so I will go grab these uh, 20 water walking potions. And I'll do that. Now, yeah, you know that's really good advice. It is, I now, about that. I can't get knocked off my horse who can't get underneath the bridge because yeah. I am a, a goblin, I'm sure. it will right, fit underneath right, right. the bridge. Now, I'm sure you're going to go through and kill everything first, go over, grab the guy and go. I just have to be careful. I can't AOE everything down because they're yellow, they're orange or whatever, they're not aggroed. You know, they're not, and then they're, I'll just kill the guys who are aggro. We'll see. Thank you for that advice. I will do that this week, and we will report back to you next week, and we'll let you know what happened. up next in general chat what blizzard got right with the warlords of draenor
0: now that we're all looking forward to legion and we know that we've seen all the content that will be released for warlords of draenor we wanted to reflect on the expansion as a whole now because the subscription numbers fell during this time it is very easy for some to simply dismiss this expansion as a failure but as we look forward to the next expansion, we want to reflect on what we enjoyed from this expansion that we hope will carry over.
1: What Warlords
0: did right. So the first thing that was a change from the previous expansions was to make a connection between the end of the previous expansion and the beginning of the new one.
1: It just kind of flowed right into it. It did. We knew what we were where we were going. We knew, right?
0: You know, we were supposed to kill Garrosh, and because we didn't kill Garrosh. He ran off and then he started this chain of events that started the Warlords of Draenor timeline.
1: Yeah, so whatever happened with... What's his name? Uh, dark... Uh, Deathwing's son.
0: Raytheon? Yeah. Um, I think he showed up a little bit at the beginning of this expansion. I'm not sure.
1: I really thought he was going to play a bigger role in this expansion. Yeah. So it's
0: kind of weird. Just remember, he's still out there. Right, he's still out Keep there. Keep that in mind. So maybe he'll show up again. We also had a lot more interaction with important lore characters... Yeah, and it wasn't just like
1: a tour. You know, what's his name gave us a tour. Was it Cadgar? Yeah, he gave us the tour, basically ran, running us around. In the, and when you first get to Draenor, you following him around, you're battling and all that. So, but you still get to interact with like Duritan and you know all these other iconic. Yeah, and you lore. get to
0: you get to see the reaction of these characters as they're witnessing Draenor. Yeah, you know the Uncorrupted, which is really cool.
1: And because of that, the whole experience was very immersive. Is that a word? We're just immersive. Im- yeah, immersive. That's yeah. better. <laughs> uh, the artwork, the music, the storyline, it just all tied together so well. I was really, really happy with that.
0: And even though we didn't get any new races or classes expansion, the character models are so much better.
1: They had to do extra work on the Blood Elf's hair. That's what took them so long.
0: Of course. You know,
1: they get it just right. Blood Elf's like, no, no, no. Nah, we're not, we are not going to be seen with hair like that. Right. You get that right. And then we'll be seen. They were fashionably late, as Blood Elves always are.
0: The graphics were improved. And you can really tell that when you compare to, for example, New Grand. And Reno versus Outland Grand. You can see a big difference.
1: Absolutely. Well, the polygon count came up, and that helps out a lot. And I think, you know, if you go back to um, Isle of Giants, back from uh, Mr. Pandaria. Right. I really think that it was a a different form of graphics that were used on Isle of Giants, and I think they used that same graphic style here. It reminds me very Diablo-esque of graphic style. So, And I really appreciated that. There were places I know people actually felt claustrophobic in Tanan Jungle. As they should. It's a jungle. So they you know, the canopy closes yeah. in on you in jungles. And it was happening in Tanan Jungle as well. So it was, I was, it was right on point.
0: Right. When you had an object needed to interact with in Draenor, instead of the sparkles, now it's just an outline.
1: Right. And we talked a lot about that when it first came out. Right. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a pull from Diablo. Right. And... We talked about, well, that's going to take some getting used to, but I I remember being like one of the pros at the time was, well, when there's an object off in the distance through the mist or through the fog, Mm -hmm. I can see the outline of it.
0: Yeah, it's easier to see stuff that's in the distance, easier to see bigger objects. Um, But at the same time, it's also less glaring.
1: Right, and it's more... Hey, this is important to you, but it's not like, hey, guys, look here, but you got to click on this. You know? Exactly. So. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the character boost was fairly new, although it was introduced at the end of Pandaria. Um, when it was introduced, then you would boost to 90, but everyone was still 90 as well. So it actually caused a lot of issues and things like raids or pickup groups when you had these brand new players who were already immediately thrown into the same content that uh, the experienced players ran. And our original thoughts were, well, they should just boost up to the max level of the previous expansion. So when Warlords was released, everyone got a free boost to 90, but the level cap was 100 which meant that you had to go through the tutorial area first and level yourself up 10 levels before you can catch up with everyone else.
1: Right, the way it should be. I mean, that is the perfect catch-up mechanic. We actually talked about that, called it ding, ding, ding. Where's my little ding, ding, ding? Right there. It's one of the ones we called. Right. Uh, So we're happy with that. And it worked, like you said, while it was introduced in MOP, it didn't work so well in MOP, but as a mechanic for or Draenor, it was perfect. It worked really, really well.
0: The group finder tool that they just came out with is probably one of the best tools that they've given us.
1: It is amazing.
0: If they had come out with that instead of the Dungeon Finder, Beck and Lich King, it would be a completely different game, oh, I Yeah, think. absolutely. Because the introduction of having uh, an automated matchmaking system where people would just click and wait. And they're just waiting on some unknown system to put them in a group and now they have no connection to any of the people that they get grouped up with and really encourage a lot of bad behavior and uh, impatience. But now you have this group finder tool where you can make a group to do random things, like I want to get this achievement. You can see who you're going to group up with before you get into the group. You can tell what the group is looking for before you even sign up.
1: I saw one the other day that was uh, fishing in uh, Dark Fair. Oh. And I thought to myself... If I was going to spend a lot of time fishing in Darkman Fair, I wouldn't mind, yeah, I wouldn't (laughs) mind grouping up with somebody and just chatting while we're doing it.
0: That's interesting. You know,
1: (laughs) instead of doing something to say or tell or whispering each other, you have a little party going on. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of cool.
0: Now, I'm not saying that this tool doesn't get abused. I mean, obviously, since there's uh, realm hopping. um, Shenanigans. There's some shenanigans that goes on. And
1: there's some trolling.
0: There's some trolling. It's not perfect,
1: but it is a huge, great tool.
0: But when I have gone and I get to a bonus area they want to do, I'll I'll search for a group that's doing the same area. I'll get into a group, it goes, you know, twice as fast. Yep. And then I'll leave that when we're done, and then I'll go to the next area and find another group. Sometimes the same people are in the next group.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. That's interesting. Because you
0: have somebody else who's following the same pattern as you. Another thing I really loved about this expansion was the profession catch-up.
1: Wait, you mean you don't miss going back to old zones and Ugh. killing useless mobs to get useless things to make useless stuff that no one's going to buy on the auction house? So you end up vendoring for less than what it costs you to make?
0: Uh, no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Just checking. Okay. Just checking.
0: No, I switched over to engineering on my uh, Hunter this expansion, and I still had to put in a good amount of effort to get to uh, max level, but with the Garrison building. I didn't have to go and find bronze or to find some really rare metal that would have been like you said, making something that's worthless. To just vendor it.
1: Copper rods or whatever. Right.
0: The, yeah. I think at one point I was trying to like go back to the trainer and like level up some that way because I I for some reason I still had it in my head I had to do that. So it's not wasting time. I didn't have to do any of that. I could have done it all through black iron and true iron.
1: So I switched over, I got rid of mining, and I went to alchemy. And I didn't I, I didn't train. I just stayed there and I got the alchemist thing in my garrisons. So I just right. did it all through there, leveled up very fast, making like one or two I made a bunch of like oil, crescent oil or something. And by the time I'm making it all it was it wasn't worth you know as much and now it's it's the price is back coming the house, house, so I'm glad i kept, you know I held on to it but for a while it was like worthless but then for some reason i felt compelled to go back and get uh recipes but
0: you don't need them but some are cool yeah, some of them were cool. And that's
1: why, you know, I was like buying them. I'm like, I don't have to buy them all. But, you know, I was looking at them and go, well, that looks cool. You know, like the, the Potion of Illusion. Oh, and yeah, that one's cool. There's like underwater. There's a lot of cool different ones that you can get. So I was doing those that were kind of fun. So I, yeah, I didn't get them all. I did get a bunch of useless ones. I will admit that. But, you know, it's part of it, I guess.
0: Yeah. And uh, with professions, at least the crafting one, As an engineer, I have my own crafted goggles and gun. Oh, yeah. And what I like about it is the stages. Because I think before, to make something really high-end, you did have to have a lot of materials all at once. So you're spending a lot of time or gold. Right. Whereas you can make stage one, and then at very least you have a good item. And then when you have enough materials to upgrade it, and, he can upgrade it. and I like it.
1: Yeah, it was a smart decision for them to do that because now you're not waiting, 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 waiting. Now you have something that you get to you know, right. use.
0: And personally, I actually feel like feel invested in like, oh, that's my goggles that I made. That's my gun that I made.
1: Right, and I'm working on it to get make it better. Right. So yeah, I think they kind of fine tune what to do with rating as far as uh, the flex, just calling it normal and kind of adjusting what was normal, what was heroic, what was mythic, and by fine tuning that. I think they they opened up a whole new level of rating for people. I would not be able to do rating today on a normal level rating had they not done that. You know, using open raid, it is what used, what we used to call flex is now normal. It, you know, so you can cross roam with people and everything else, and it's great and it's fantastic and it's dropping good gear in there. Whereas, I kind of think that the introduction of flex. There wasn't much difference between Flex and LFR except you kind of knew some of the people in there. You know, I don't. It was just
0: it was marginally harder, but not. Yeah, really.
1: and so I really like that level of difficulty. Did it, but they so allowed it to be cross realm. They understand how people play today. It was a good response to what people had said they wanted and what they needed. The difference between the normal and heroic and the mythic are fantastic. You know, you're know, you not going to jump and go, okay, I'm done with normal, and I'm going to jump into, into heroic because I killed all the normal bosses. No, it's not going to work that way. Once you have enough gear and you're geared up enough and you understand the fight's enough and you get the normals on, on farm, then you want to progress over to heroic and maybe on the mythic. So I really like what they've done there.
0: As a collector, I'm really happy with the toy box.
1: You know... I like it, too, because now I can go through the toy box and stuff that's grayed out, I can look at it and know, I know where it
0: drops. Or, you know, oh, yeah. Oh, I have to
1: wait to, for Winter Veil vale for this. Okay, I'll wait for that.
0: It gives you a goal. Yeah. If you're bored, like, I don't know what to do, look through your toy box. Find something that you're missing. Go get it. Go
1: get it. Yeah.
0: Or at the very least, it just cleans up all of your bags and yeah. gives you something fun to do if you're just waiting around for people.
1: Although I still think there should be some things, like from, uh, especially from, uh, from Mop. That were trinkets that I think should have ended up in the toy box.
0: Yeah. And you know, I'm holding on to those. So am I. Because I'm like, one day there'll be a toy or they'll make it so that we can convert it into a toy. Yeah. The one that like summons puppies to fight for you. yeah, Or a tornado to fight for you. Yeah.
1: It's
0: like, I want puppies.
1: You know, a little bit of foresight here. Now that we're going back to Dalaran and there's that toy shop in Dalaran. Ooh. Why not you know they have a guy there that can convert it for you?
0: Yeah, that's what they need to and do. You
1: drop it into a UI and it bloong, and it makes it into a little toy and you put it into your toy box.
0: Hey, bless. <laughs> <laughs> A Little bonus one there. And speaking of collections, Warlords gave us the heirloom journal. Just so amazing. You remember not being able to delete or transfer? I guess not transfer, but like not being able to delete a character because like you had heirlooms <laughs> yeah. or accidentally deleting somebody had heirlooms, you know, just it was hard to keep track of all that stuff.
1: And then you had to send your heirlooms to different tunes and different servers. Right. And did he get it? I don't know how the mail works. Did yeah. It, is it over there? Okay. Which which guy's got this? I don't remember. Right. Wait, this guy's better. I, it would be better for me to send my this, but to this guy for a while. So now. you basically have to
0: make a tune, yeah. log out, lo- find your other character. Mail it to him. I actually just made a new tune um, about a week or so ago, because I was, like, really bored.
1: Really? Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, I wanted to try out my chauffeur mount. The about mo-
1: to ask you if you were reserving your uh, Demon Hunter name already.
0: Oh, that's a good idea. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> I want to see how this worked at level one. You need to be able to um, make a level one character and immediately get on a mount. Okay, so I right? had this fantastic idea to go from uh, the... Blood elf area down to Booty Bay. Let's see if I could do that. <laughs> <Okay. Level one.
1: laughs> What'd you name your tune?
0: Uh, Freckle. Just Freckle? Yeah. Spell- it's spelled differently. Oh, okay. Yeah, I still died like 40 times. <laughs> 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 and I'm only like a third of the way through.
1: <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. You got to get a better driver there, Freck.
0: Yeah, but I forgot about heirlooms, though. So I don't uh, know how much that difference I might have made. It does give you a lot might. more health points. Yeah. Well, if things are hitting you for 100. Yeah. I mean, that could save your life if you're... Worth. But yeah, it's easy. Just open up the journal. Just click on whatever you want to wear. It'll it be makes grayed it. out if you don't wear it. Right, but it makes it. You, yeah, right? it makes it for and you, right? Yeah, makes it for you. And he puts in on. the
1: inventory, then you put it on.
0: Yeah, simple. So something we had actually specifically talked about and asked for was some sort of interface that told you an overview of what you could go do. Right. And they added that.
1: Do we get another one of these?
0: Of course. All right, we'll take it. So it's Adventure Guide. It will suggest content based on character level, item level, quest progress, achievements, and more. It's interactive. Players can accept requests. They can search for groups all through the Adventure Journal.
1: Yeah, if you don't know what to do, you open up your Adventure Journal and it tells you what you should be doing. They've made it pretty darn simple.
0: Now Twitter integration, it may sound like something that's silly, but I really enjoyed it.
1: That's another one that, but I don't want to ding on it. But we asked for that, like it need, we said that for years ago, that it needs to be more social, right? And remember, I wrote that convoluted script that was posting uh, any kind of a, any kind of thing I did that was on my
0: right. Galdado posted to Twitter, right? Yeah.
1: If I got new gear, if I whatever you know, whatever's going on on my character's uh, not achievement thing, but yeah. you know, just. a... The feed, the character feed. He you right. just pop it on my character feed, I could actually, you know, I was going through some convoluted steps to make that get posted on the Twitter.
0: Yeah. What I like about it is just the ability to take a screenshot and then just crop it right there. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah.
1: I did that just the other day when I got over 2,000 gold from a follower missions. Well, multiple Ooh. follower missions from my garrison. 2,225 or something like that gold from missions. That's crazy. Yeah. So a screenshot. Of course, when it, when you do the screenshot, you get the whole screen. You just crop it down to what you want. Post it to Twitter. You're done. You can share whatever you want to share. If you if you have a thought, just, you know, while you're going through the WoW, you just, you know, one command, you slash share, you share it. There's some add-ons that we recommend. We talked about them before on the show that, that kind of change it from uh, Blizzard stuff over to WoWhead stuff. It's a little better as far as where the stuff gets linked to. Sure, achievements. I love the achievement thing because that just shows you. You don't have to crop that. It just shows the achievement, and that's pretty cool.
0: Yeah. They also gave us some uh, fantastic tools for our bags, like the auto cleanup.
1: I was a little sad because we used, you know, Bank Stack for that for some, yeah. such a long time, and I was sad to see that one go. But I think that's got to be somewhat of a. Uh, I don't know, feathering your cap for an an add-on developer whose add-on is so popular that Blizzard just goes, you know what? We're just going to integrate that into the
0: game. Right, right. Oh, and the auto deposit.
1: I love that little arrow.
0: Yeah. That's my buddy.
1: (laughs) Especially since I've got, as as a goblin, we got that dude. You know, we got our banker. Hobgoblin. Yeah. Jack
0: Hobgoblin, yeah.
1: Call him up. You call
0: him. He only shows up for a minute. Yeah,
1: and so you have to move very quickly. Right. And so you can use the auto deposit. Now, where I like to use the auto deposit, of course, is on the reagent bag
0: of course so i
1: switch over my reagent bag auto deposit everything anything i've got is going to go in that bag boom it's in that bag i'm done
0: and that frees up like what 15 slots at least at
1: least when you're right. done doing your garrison chores you have all those reagents that are going to be in there just right. automatically deposit those in there and then hearkening back to our crafting it doesn't matter that that stuff's in your bank you can still craft with it because it's still on you so to speak
0: Yeah, that was a nice change. It took you a while to realize that. I think I told you a couple of times.
1: Yeah, I think I was slow on that one. I was still going back to the bank, and all of a sudden I was like, wait a minute. (laughs) So I really like that, especially as an alchemist now making all my flasks. I really like that stuff. I don't have to have it on me. It's just back in my bags, in my bank. I think along the lines of the storytelling, uh, you can craft in there with the uh, leveling experience. I thought it was very streamlined. The storytelling was very good. One of the things I liked about it is you go into an area, you're on a quest, you go into an area, and now you get a bonus objective while you're there.
0: I love the bonus objectives.
1: You're like, whoa, what's going on here? Oh, wait, I only have to kill like 50, 100, whatever these guys, and I get extra stuff for this? Okay. That was one thing I thought was really cool. It's like a choose your, not, not quite a choose your own adventure, but if you want to do it, you could. Now, choose your own adventure comes along when it says, hey, what do you want to do here? You have this spot, you have this little... Sub base, you can make it into X or Y. What do you want to do? So do you want to make a little lumber mill here or do you want to make, what was the other one, like an arena at one point in time?
0: Oh, yeah, that's over in Gorgond. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So you have the choice of what you want to do and that opens up different bonus areas. So there are consequences or, you know, know, it's cause and effect. You do this, you get that. And then if you didn't like what you got, you could go back and change it later, cost you some garrison resources, you could rebuild that little sub base.
0: Right, the storyline for all the zones was really good. Um, It flowed from one area to the next, uh, I thought, in a very logical way.
1: Oh, I really did. It was really good.
0: Yeah. Yeah, bonus objectives themselves, I think, was a a very cool uh, mechanic. The fact that there are uh, quests that you don't have to have taking up space in your log. Like, if you're near there and you just kill, like, one mob and you're like, oh, well, I could come back and finish this up later. You don't have to accept anything and come back to it. All right, it's just there.
1: Yeah, or it pops up and you're like, "Yeah, I got time. I'll go, I'll go do this."
0: Yeah, and those actually provide a lot more experience than regular quest. I
1: also liked the uh, the dungeon how they integrated. Uh, you could pick up little dailies, if you will, from your inn if you got an inn in your garrison. You go and talk to those guys and they'll go. Hey, you know what I need? I need this feather that's out of this. You know, out of Skyreach, and now you got to go to Skyreach. And while you're in there doing a dungeon. You have a little side quest to go do, right? I thought that was good. I thought it was a nice change from uh, previous expansions where you didn't you you know if you're picking up a quest, you're picking it up from a quest giver right inside the 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 zone or the dungeon area, and that was usually a one time thing. So this is repeatable, and it got people out of the mindset of leveling through dungeons is faster than leveling through content, and I think that was a a big move for Blizzard. They wanted people to experience the story. They wanted people to experience the content. They didn't want people just to run dungeons over and over and over and over again. So I think that was a good move on their part.
0: And so With the addition of Tanan Jungle, I think when they added that in, I think that's when they found their balance for dailies. I think before that they had gone to too much of an extreme in not having any and not really giving us any structure.
1: Yeah, I like the the rotating daily. Yeah. Uh, we did a whole episode on how to best stack those dailies. I like the fact that the Tanan the, the, Jungle daily stack, you can do different ones. If if they're demons, you want to go to a certain place, if you get a different, you know. So there's a different way to approach Tanan Jungle on a daily basis.
0: Right. In addition to that, you know, you do the one quest that it gives you, and then after that, he gives you one to just do two different bonus objectives. Right. And so you don't have to do the same thing over and over again. You can do different ones every day. Or you can just go to whatever's closest.
1: Or whichever one you can stack with. Right. Like if it's twenty demons or who right. knows what. So yeah, there's different ways to do it. And I like that because there's a lot of places in Tanan Jungle. You know, to go. It's it's kinda like it's its own, like geez, I don't need to go anywhere else in this game. I can yeah. hang out in Tanon Jungle. So I I like it. They did a really good job with that.
0: Well, what about the garrisons themselves? What do we like about this?
1: It's one of those polarizing uh, topics. Mm -hmm. Some people love them. Some people hate them. I personally like them. I do feel that they are required if, uh, if you're going to be doing anything in the game, really. I think one of the things I liked about it is it allowed people to change the buildings, like we were saying, based on what their current needs were. So I know a lot of people, now that they are anticipating flying coming out, are getting rid of the stables and going towards the Ogre waypoints or the whatever the other one for the, for the Alliance is. So they're moving away. They're changing how they interact with the game. And I really like that aspect of the game. Room for improvement? Absolutely. But it is a very valiant first effort, I think, by Blizzard.
0: Absolutely. I'm really curious to see what the new iteration is of it in the next expansion because they did mention that um, the next one will have followers, but there will be less of them. they will be more meaningful. So I'm very curious in what direction they'll go in. Um, considering that this was basically player housing. It was something people have been asking for from the beginning. And they, it was something they never really committed to or thought that they would do. At the very least, it was a cool place for your characters to hang out. You got to hang out with NPCs. It was a place where you could hang out and you'd have like you know NPCs talk to you. You got to see your pets walking around. You got to see your mounts getting cleaned and taken care of at the stables. It was a very personal experience. You had people referring to you by as commander or general rather than just some ragtag adventure.
1: I think where it fell short was on some people's expectations that it was going to be Animal Crossing housing. If you've never played Animal Housing, you get (laughs) get a house. I mean, that's part of the biggest part of the game is your your house. And it's like you get to decorate it. However, it's very uh, cool on how you get to decorate and what you get to put on the walls and what furniture you get to buy. So I think a lot of people expected that level of customization. Because uh, if you remember like the very first mention of that thing, you could put it wherever you wanted to put your garrison. Your oh, true. You know, and then you could put your buildings wherever you wanted to put your buildings and you could do this and you could do that. And then they kind of went, no, you can't. Yeah. Uh, but like you said, great first effort. And I cannot wait to see. I think, we, what is the next one going to be called? Like the the class hall or something like that? Yeah. I think there was a lot of speculation that someone's going to give us our own boat or airship or something like that for future, where we just take it with us. Right, and that might be kind of cool. But I, I like the class hall thing too, though. I've been wanting one of those for a long time, long, long time. I've talked about having more places to go as a. I've done. A, I've done two things I've asked for in that regard are are as like and then they're calling a the class hall asking for. So I forget what I called it, but it was that same thing. We had to go back. I'm harkening back to the days of vanilla warlock when we had to go down into the depths of that place to do the the you had to go get your imp you had to go get your you had to go fight for your pets as a warlock you just didn't get them you had to go fight for them you had to fight fight an imp kill an imp you got you know you got the imp. oh i
0: remember doing that back in the day right you had to
1: go like down in this dungeon you had to go area. buy the
0: grimoires to train yes. your pets yeah, yeah. exactly it was complicated. And, right,
1: and it, it, the places you went were kind of she, uh, seedy and dark yeah. and kind of scary and spooky because there's Warlock, right? Right. So I wanted more of that. And the other thing, I, well, now we're getting that. Now, the other thing I've always wanted, I've said a lot of times, is race like a census. Remember I said a lot of times I want to go back as as a goblin. I want to go back to my home city for something. I want a requirement for me to go back to Norma. No, I'm not, sorry. Don't want to go there. <laughs>
0: The problem is I think most people's starting areas have been, like, destroyed to Summit. I mean, the Goblin starting area got, like, blown up by Deathwing or something, right? Yeah, but they
1: could still have another city in a box somewhere that you could go back to. Ah, that's true. But I, I just think every cl- every race should have to go back to a home city somewhere at least once per expansion on a quest line.
0: That'd be interesting.
1: Because now we are so far removed from who we are as a, as, a, as a race. That we're just out there doing stuff. Go back, get in touch with yeah. you, with your inner goblin, you know. <laughs> so, we'll see what we get from that. But yeah, that strays very far away from your your point of, of the of the garrisons. Um, I like it. I got artwork up. I got some art- artifacts from uh, archaeology. Nice. Put some of that up. Yeah. I got a, the apexis trophy.
0: Oh, cool. You've got
1: that one yet? No. Okay, you'll get it. Everybody's going to get it.
0: I have one archaeology thing, which is like an ogre holding up a cleft hoof, which is really cool. Oh. Yeah.
1: I think I just got, mine are small. Yeah, they're small, but it's
0: it's so cool looking.
1: Yeah, come out and check my garrison. I'll show you. I put my, there's only a couple of places you can put statues, and I put my little Pexa statue out there. It's kind of cool.
0: Neat. Well, we wanted to talk about what Warlords got right to reiterate the fact that Blizzard has gone out of their way to listen to all of us and provide what we've been asking for. In short, they listened to their customers. They gave us an expansion that pushed the boundaries of what MMOs of today can deliver. Now, we asked you all on Twitter what you felt Blizzard got right with Borlo to Draenor, and this is what some of you had to say.
1: Lothwin said, Questing, Raiding, Stack Size Increase, Toy Box, Reagent Bank, and Battle Pets.
0: Morrison says the leveling process and rating.
1: Tim Fernandez says, as someone that hates leveling, they nailed leveling content in WAD.
0: Lignar Jenkins says encounter design.
1: Ovum says leveling and convenience of accessing content at 100. Enjoy garrisons personally, but aware many do not.
0: Mishawiha says leveling quest story stuff. A plus would quest again. Collectibles in general? Toys, heirlooms, etc., for everyone across the account. Even followers are kind of like collectibles. And I like the idea of followers and I like seeing them around the garrison and collecting them.
1: Guy Gamer chimes in and says the leveling experience.
0: Chai T says questing storyline, Shadow Moon A.
1: And Dead Guy wraps us up by saying raids hands down and cutscenes and quests were also very good. Big thank you to everybody for chiming in on the Hearth Cash question of the day today. We thank you all very much for that.
0: I've got an auction house strategy that is pure gold.
1: Freck, you and I both now have uh, the Black Auction Market House representative in our. Uh, Garrison.
0: yeah I just got her the other day
1: uh, that is available from a uh, ship quest and you comes in and you have to run around and go do some stuff go dive underwater get some stuff and go deliver you have to complete a delivery for somebody and then you get access and it's kind of cool so with that in mind I kind of wanted to go over a little bit about the black market auction house what it is how it works and what how you can benefit from that in the game it is still run by Madame Goya uh, she started off in Mr. Of Pandaria. She had a little thing there in, what was it? Um, Mist in the Hills or something like that. Tavern in the Mist. Tavern in the Mist. That was close. you know. And she moved away from there because you're not going to go back there to find her. So now she is in uh, Nagrand. Specifically, she is at coordinates 53.8 and 15.0. She's in the Ring of Blood by Nagrand. I know I had some issues trying to f- remember what that was uh, last episode. It's kind of easy to spot, because once you get into the Ring of Bloods, the ogre guards outside of her little area are wearing bow ties. So, I don't know if you noticed that or not. I didn't notice that. <laughs> you should check them out. They're all like, you know,
0: they're all prim and proper. Okay.
1: Now, you do have to be 90, at least, to access uh, this area, because if not, you're not going to be able to get into Warlords of Draenor. So, can't get into Draenor. You have a
0: mage or somebody, right? Uh, I think you might get one
1: it up in there if that
0: happens. I don't know. <laughs>
1: Now, the nearest flight point, if you're going to run it, uh, is uh, Rilsit Mugshot. And from there, it is pretty much a little bit of north, north uh, east, not too far northeast, more north and northeast, run straight to it. However, little known fact here, it might help you out a little bit. Aviana's Feather will get you from your horde garrison right to the front door of the Black Market Auction House. You go right over the Zangar Sea. Now, Alliance, you know, you don't want to launch on the Horde Garrison. That won't work out yeah, too good for you. But you guys can go over to uh, Jaws Rylic's flight point. From there, it's a straight shot over to the uh, Black Market Auction House. However, got to remember those elite Cleft Hoof walk right across that flight point. So you don't want to land there uh, if, if you're not prepared for battle. Obviously, don't go AFK there because you will get killed. So as soon as you get there, get ready to launch. Remember, Aviana's Feather no longer works in combat. So get ready to fight first, maybe. And then had to have a straight shot over to the black market auction house. As we mentioned, the naval mission black market journal is going to send you on a quest. It's going to get you your uh, representative there in your garrison. As we also mentioned uh, last episode, you can interact with this representative, but you cannot do anything. You can't buy. You can't bid. You can't do squat. You can see what's on the auction house, and then you have to head over to Madame Goya to actually make your purchase or your bid.
0: Yeah, that kind of throws me off. Saves you a trip. Mm, yeah
1: that's what i use. are do i want to go there today nope do i want to go there today yes yeah so i get to plan it out very quickly auctions usually last for 24 hours that's their max however some are fast auctions that blizzard will put up and they can last from anywhere from about six to 24 hours most of them are going to be less than 24 though listings are all realm specific so what is on my realm may differ from what's on your realm, and it will differ. Also, they are cross-faction. And this comes up a lot, in fact, in uh, forums. People don't realize that these are cross-faction listings. So the automatic, you're thinking, hey, I just immediately got outbid by something. I just put a bid in, and I, you know, two minutes later, one minute later, 30 seconds later, I'm outbid. Well, yeah, it's because somebody else is looking at it. And when they put a bid in, they said, no, that bid's too low. They had to up their bid, and you got outbid. No, somebody's not invisible. Somebody's not hiding around underneath somewhere. It's just a different faction. Players are not able to list anything on a black market auction house. This is Blizzard's playground. They get to list things on there. You cannot buy anything out. You can bid up to 999,999 gold if you really want something. You must increase the previous bid by 5%. That's another thing to keep in mind. You, you know you can bid as much higher as you want, uh, which I did the other day because I knew kind of the worth of something was. So I kind of jumped it up like 50% of what the value was because the value was like at 10%. And I'm thinking, I'll oh, just grab it for 50%. No one's going to outbid me at 50%. And I got outbid. When you get outbid, you receive your entire bid back in the mail. They don't take a percentage. You get it all back. So if you bid 500,000 gold, you'll get 500,000 gold back.
0: Well, I don't think the auction house takes percentage on your bids.
1: Nope, they don't. No. That'd be so Not the regular one. That'd no, be, be kind of crazy. You know, I'm not yeah. going to charge you to try to get something.
0: Right. So
1: there are some preset bid starts when you see stuff on the black market auction house. If, if it's a pet, like a common pet, it's going to be 1,000 gold. Tabards and shirts will start at about five thousand gold. Tier three transmog items would be ten thousand. Uncommon pets and toys would be fifteen thousand, and mounts started at about twenty thousand. I saw a mount on there the other day for twenty thousand. I put up forty seven thousand five hundred or some craziness, and that's one of the ones I got outbid on. Now, I have yet to win anything on a black market auction house. I have bid since. I take that back. I did win at one point in time blood-soaked <laughs> invitation <laughs> that then dropped for me every other day <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh to the brawlers guild right uh, back in uh mr pandaria days since then I've been on countless things I've, I've seen pets I've seen cool gear
0: what and- about those containers because you don't know what you're bidding on
1: I love bidding on those
0: Have, but you haven't won any of those either no wow
1: never it's what it is is it says it's an unclaimed Package and it can be anything that that can be sold on the auction house. It can be a pet, it can be a mount, it can be gear, it can be whatever. And you know, it'll go for 10,000. Now, if it's something that that sells for like you know, 10, 15, 20,000 gold and it happens to be you know, a fairly common pet that you could have gotten for a thousand or less or less, yeah, then you're like, oh, man, but it's a gamble and sometimes I like to gamble, yeah. So I really, I really do like that. Your mileage will vary on this because the black market auction house is different on every server. Your experience is going to be unique. All we can say is best of luck, and we hope that you guys all get a great deal. Speaking of great deals, Freck, Loot Crate. I love getting my Loot Crate. And I mentioned it before, like i seen a guy the other day wearing a Loot Crate shirt.
0: And you like, bonded.
1: Well, I wouldn't say bonded. Okay.
0: You had a moment.
1: I wouldn't even say that.
0: Did you fist bump?
1: No. We had we had an immediate icebreaker, so that I was going to go. Oh,
0: work. okay. I'm sorry. I interrupted you. Because I was able to say, hey, look great. And he goes, hey, look great. Right. And I was like,
1: hey. And that was about it.
0: Oh, you should have fist bumped him.
1: Uh, He we, we was across the room.
0: Well, the air fist bump. Is that a thing?
1: You do air high fives. Oh. I could have air high fived him. My bad. Yeah, it's called a Y5 you never it's seen dumb. the
0: Wi-Fi? That's no, no. not. It's not dumb. Don't
1: say it's dumb. It's awesome. Look, put your hand up. Uh-huh. Wi-Fi. There. Cool, right?
0: Eh, I feel awkward now. <laughs> <laughs> Wi-Fi. Come on.
1: <laughs> Anyhow, uh, if you guys want to get involved in Loot Crate, it is awesome. We decorate the studio with all kinds of knickknacks from Loot Crate. We give knickknacks away to friends, to family. We got a box coming with us this Friday when we go to the next Orlando Wild meetup group of stuff that we know is going to be specific for uh, for a couple of people. And uh, I guess they'll be hitting us up once we get there. They don't know what's coming, though, so it'll be fun. It's in the back of my car, so I know I can't forget it. So I might forget it when I get there, but I'll remember once I sit down. Like, oh, man, I left it in the back of the car. But there is stuff. Uh, I've yet to find something that didn't work for somebody. I, In fact, the last time we got the loot crate, there was this... Uh, a book in there. It was like a comic book of like, well, you, you started, it was like it.
0: the worst superheroes. Yeah. That.
1: Perfect for my brother-in-law.
0: Oh, I sat there for a while
1: going, this has got to be good for somebody. This has really got to be good for somebody. And I sat there looking at it, looking at it. And when my dad came down and cause he, that's where he's going, he's going up to visit my sister and her husband. Right. It dawned on me that it is perfect for him. I was like, Oh, this is great. So my like, dad, take this up, give it, give it to him. He'll, he's going to love him. My dad at it goes, Oh man, this really is him. So it was really cool. They got t-shirts, they got everything, knickknacks, ties, I've gotten bow ties and regular ties. When my daughter had her, she broke her ankle, so she had to wear one of those uh, casts, but it was a plastic cast, a boot, they call it, and she used to put little bow ties on her boot, Aww. and so I gave her a bow tie, one of the bow ties that came, it was like a nerdy bow tie with D&D stuff on it, dragons and whatnot, yeah. so put that on, it was really cool. Folks, if you want to get involved with Loot Crate, you can head over to our website, HearthCast.com. There's a Loot Crate link there that will save you $3 off your first order. Or you can just go straight over to LootCrate.com slash HearthCast and use the checkout code HearthCast as well to save that $3. HearthCast.com is proud to present... Roots and freckle faces top X list a conglomeration of wait a minute you guys named this segment top x list so you, you wouldn't have to pay me for additional segment bumpers what a bunch of I mean a conglomeration of fun-filled interesting tidbits for your amusement hearthcast.com's top x list cheap son of a... on our top X list this week we have the things our tunes do that we wish we could do and get away with like, look good in almost anything they wear. Almost anything. Because my tune does not look good in those jerkins,
0: I think they're called. <laughs> Mine does.
1: Mine does not.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but not doing a face plant every time they ride a horse. I can't ride a horse, freckle face.
1: <laughs> I get on a horse, horses know. They have a. They know. I get on a horse, it's just like, yeah, dude, you're eating dirt. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a going, it gets to a trot, and then I fall off. My tune does. My tune can... Now yours gets a ride right at level one, so that's kind of yeah.
0: cool. Well, it's just a motorbike. It's not a horse.
1: How about not having to poop very often, Freck?
0: Only once per expansion. Pretty
1: much. That's the one that counts anyhow, right? <laughs> <laughs> you can go again. You oh, just... I
0: out the cheap mirror. are like, I don't need to go to that house yeah. again. That's
1: right. You don't need to be indisposed. No.
0: <laughs> what about dancing like that in public? In the middle of the day?
1: With everybody watching. In front of a bank. <laughs> Without getting arrested.
0: Right.
1: <laughs> Could you imagine if you dance like that IRL in front of a bank? <laughs> how soon the authorities would be there? Or everybody with their cell phone cameras going on? Mm-hmm. Here? <laughs> what about buying really expensive toys that serve no other purpose than to amuse you? Now, I know I like my gadgets. I'm a gadget guy. And I'm a wall hanging thing
0: guy yeah
1: but they're not expensive so. <laughs> and then the gadgets i have if i do have an expensive gadget it serves a purpose you know it's not just there to amuse me but yet you know you'll go buy a toy off the auction house for five thousand gold and
0: go hee hee look at it <laughs> it makes it sparkle flowers follow me about eating all the dollar and donuts you can <laughs> and never getting it found my sims can't even do that.
1: What is that one? It's the cookies you have to eat for the achievement. The chocolate chip cookies. Yeah. yeah. You have to eat like 20 in like five second period or something. Yeah. So. <laughs> but don't, yeah, I think you get sick when you do that one, don't you? No.
0: You oh, yeah. feel right as rain. Oh. <laughs> Would
1: well, that be great?
0: Like eat a thousand cookies. I feel fantastic. <laughs>
1: What about getting in a duel with a random person outside a major city in view of the police force? Who? Do nothing about it. But just going up someone going, you, throw it out. <laughs> <laughs> you know what it is? You know, now they, they throw that the dueling banner down. You know, it's like, boom. Yeah. Duel. Back in the day, they just walked up to you and dropped the glove in front of you. Right. Sir, I protest. <laughs> <laughs> My honor has been offended. <laughs> what about traveling, Freck? What about traveling around the world? No. What about traveling to other worlds and other times and other dimensions? All for like less than the cost of a meal and getting there pretty darn quick.
0: Yeah, I would kill for an IRL Hearthstone.
1: Like we're going to BlizzCon in November and it's going to take us all day to get there. (laughs) Of course, we can say that now we're back in the day. It was like, we're going to BlizzCon, and it's going to take us <laughs> all week to get there. And then you can go back even further, and it's going to take a month to a year, you know.
0: Oh, it isn't. We are going all the way west, you know. I mean, that's like.
1: It's coast to coast.
0: Oregon Trail. mess there. Yeah, it might die of dysentery. Exactly. Yeah, in five know. months, we might die on the way. <laughs> <laughs> might not be worth it for a video game convention.
1: It's worth it. <laughs> but, like you said, if we had a hearth or a portal, that'd be great. Yeah, it'd be nice. Just go.
0: What about running a pet fighting ring? Oh,
1: you, you
0: get frowned upon no, that. you no don't need to get involved. Yeah. I got these cute little bunnies. I got <laughs> kittens. They got, fight each other. Well,
1: yeah, and then you make them fight. Yeah. And you gather more and more and more pets. You got like a thousand. How many pets you got? Like 400, 500
0: pets? At least 600. Sheesh.
1: Yeah, those IRL. They'd be like a ma'am your house thing so we need to talk <laughs> the neighbors are complaining <laughs> we can kill we can steal we can rob we can loot we can pickpocket we never go to jail in fact our tunes are rewarded for it
0: you don't even go to jail for running around in your underwear no you don't <laughs> that's <true>. good point <laughs>
1: Not that I would um, ever want the to. The more
0: shocking of the uh, activities. <laughs> yeah. Not that I
1: would ever want to, like, you know, kill, rob, steal, loot, or anything else like that. But, you know, just the fact that there
0: aren't a lot of consequences in the
1: game. <laughs> you die, you come back to life. Why you...
0: About being able to hold your breath for ten minutes. If Man, you're warlock.
1: That'd be cool. Yeah. Is well, hey, cast unending breath again and I'll be good to go. But even that, if you're not, you can, you know, for the most part, you can get away with holding your breath for a really long time. Have you ever like gone underwater with your tune and held your breath at the same time? No. Y- your tune's gonna win. So don't, you know, don't Well, no. it's
0: it's three minutes. Yeah, good luck. Which is supposed to be like the average a person can like physically go without air, right?
1: Yeah, I don't think so.
0: Three minutes. Well, without- oh, no, 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 no. The rule of thumb is three minutes without air. Uh, three hours of that shelter, three days of that water, three weeks of that food—that's what you can go.
1: Maybe if you're conditioned or you were forced to, but I bet right, right now if, if you you're forced start holding to, your no. breath, you couldn't do three minutes to be
0: uncomfortable. No, but
1: you might get thirty seconds into it. Want to go? Here, I got the timer. I want to no, go. No,
0: I don't want to go. <laughs> Throw it out, Terrible fracking. breast support.
1: <laughs> well, I mean that in the fact that you went AFK and your tune almost drowned.
0: <laughs> She's in shallow water too. <laughs> Came back at 15 seconds left on the timer.
1: Were you in your mine or something, in your garrison? Or?
0: Uh, no, I was in the water. I was doing some quest, and it wasn't. So the um, assault on Tetrath Harbor, there's a spot where there's these bodies, right? They're just kind of floating there. Okay. And it's you can click on It says, let you drag the body. But like the timer for that it ends after six seconds. Ooh. So I'm sitting here thinking this is part of the quest, but I'm basically not making any progress. I'm like moving them a couple of feet and then it's stopping. I was like, this amount of effort that's taking is just way too long. So I tabbed out to go head wild-head that I was about south time to wild And I, I was still underwater and then came back. I was like, oh, <laughs> I'm a tramp. But I didn't.
1: In that same vein, what about running and 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 never passing out?
0: That's how you don't get fat. They run everywhere. Yeah. They just run.
1: You see somebody who's walking, you know they're RPing. <laughs> That's how weird yeah. it is. And it's funny, sometimes I'll accidentally hit my backslash and start walking in the middle of a raid. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> and I immediately think first I have a debuff and I'm looking like, oh, it's me. <laughs> Self-debuff.
0: And no matter where you go, your clothes don't get dirty or wet.
1: Yeah, it's like insta-dry. Yeah. Yeah. And insta-clean.
0: So you can drown from uh, trying to swim in clothes that are too heavy. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. In fact, uh, when you do like lifeguard and other things, they make you get into water in full clothing.
0: Really? Yeah.
1: Military training too, but it's different. Uh. Survival training, a lot of different kind of training. You actually have to get in the water with full clothes on and then tread water and realize how heavy mm. your clothing gets. Yeah. So, yeah, there's a lot of stuff that our tunes can do that is kind of fun. That would be kind of fun to do IRL, but you know. Especially, you know, I don't know, running around in your underwear and dancing naked on a mailbox. But
0: is that what you really want?
1: Pretty much, yeah. That'd okay. be kind of fun to do. All right. I remember as a little kid, as a very little kid, I was uh, I was a streaker.
0: You remember that?
1: I have stories of that. Okay. <laughs> I was like the, the you know people would call my mom and he, you want to come get your little son. He's uh, running through our yard naked. <laughs> You have a darling child. Sure he looks great with clothes on, you know, stuff like that. I heard tons of stories. Also pooped in a neighbor's yard. Apparently, I heard my dad talk about uh, their dog that poops in our yard and he said something like that dog poops in our yard one more time, I'm sending a boy over there to poop in his yard, and I'm like, I'll take care of that. (laughs) Proactive as a child. I got my parents caught me doing it too, so
0: So, so the neighbors called uh did he like, Well, your dog <laughs> <laughs>
1: It's like uh your son is pooping <laughs> Poop Quest before I knew what poop quests were, Fred. <laughs>
0: Oh, well, this has been enlightening. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, that's my one poop quest per life expansion right there. Good. Got mine taken care of. <laughs> there you go. Have that and, uh, you know, great visual image there. <music> Folks, remember to check your in-game calendars or the bonus events this week. And every week, uh, the in-game calendars have gotten a lot more colorful. So be sure to check those, because they have really cool pictures on the dates now. So be sure to keep up with those. want to give a very special thank you to all those who contributed to our show with your Twitter responses for the question of the day. We really appreciate that. Your insights are great. All of our friends on Twitter, our fans on Facebook, everybody else, and as we close this show, we want to thank you for listening.
0: We'd love to hear your comments, questions, or any other feedback.
1: Our email is podcast at hearthcast.com. You can find us on Twitter at hearthcastpreck and at hearthcastroot, or just head on over to our Hearthcast Facebook page.
0: Visit our website hearthcast.com for podcast archive, show information, and more.
1: Until next time, this has been Root
0: and Freckleface. I love the twenty.